Your favorite podcast begins in. Five. Four. My favorite podcast. My favorite podcast. And I'm damn sure it's your favorite podcast too. Much Ado, Ado About, about nerding. nerding. A brother sister nerdcast discusses everything from mature magazines to spectacular sci fi. But of course, it is I, Player One, your master of ceremonies. And as always, by my side is my sensational sidekick, that girl wonder herself, my little sister Sally. What's up, guys? So, Sal, what are we going to be talking about this week? Heavy metal. I was trying to make that as metal as possible, but metal. I couldn't. Brutal. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to be talking about the uh, magazines, Heavy Metal. We're going to be talking about the 1981 movie, Heavy Metal. I did not watch the second one. There's a second one, right? Oh, uh, yeah. We, we, don't, we don't talk about that one. Okay. It's, um, it's Heavy Metal 2000. It, 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 it was a, it, a good concept. <laughs> it, wasn't, it, it, it fell short, in my opinion. Um, it was much like, uh, much like Woodstock 99. Ooh, yeah. Which did come out a year before. Big disappointment. Yeah. Super big. Uh, yeah. So we are going to be discussing that. If you guys haven't seen it, I'm not going to tell you to go watch it because God, it was a waste of my time. You're fucking dumb. Oh, you're going to hate everything that I have you to say You are about fucking this. dumb about that. <laughs> that this is, this is, I'm not going to say it's a great movie, but I don't think it's a waste of time. I think it's entertaining. I think it's I think it's pretty good. It's definitely worth the four dollars if you rent it on. A, you don't even have to rent it. Yeah, that's why I, I told Jeremy straight up. I was like, if I had to spend dollars on this, I would have been it's like four dollars on a pissed on YouTube. But anyway, we're gonna be talking about that. So spoiler. Sal's opinions suck. So that's just spoiler alert on that. Sal, her no tiny little don't even brain. There it is. Okay. Doesn't understand what actual entertainment is. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! So if you haven't seen the 1981 movie, animated movie, um, Heavy Metal, go check that out. Do it. And then, and then, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this epi- this episode, you're going to see the very vast two different opinions. Okay. Hundred yeah. percent. It's going to be black and white for sure. So let's start off with the magazine because that came first. Mm-hmm. Um, the magazine was first published in 1977, uh, which features short stories or comics ranging from fantasy, sci-fi, erotica, and steampunk, and everything in between. Uh, it's based on a French magazine called Metal Hurlant. Hurlant? Hurlant. Meaning howling metal. There you go. Yes. So, and the first few years of it were basically just reprints of the French version, uh, obviously translated into English. Mm-hmm. So those probably have weird translations which is actually kind of funny <laughs> i kind of want to get my hands on those but they're kind of expensive um so for me i would definitely say i have known about this since i was about 10 it was it, i don't remember when the first time i saw a heavy metal magazine but i thought it went when i loved comic books so i was like this is fucking cool right. and it's like adult like it, it's like adult drawings like very detailed it's not cartoony it's not uh, comic-y um, but the cool thing about this is they were sold in like Seven Elevens and shit. And most of the time, like the attendant didn't know that they were for mature, mature audiences. So you can like basically as like a 10 to 12 year old fucking, what you know, a minor go in and buy porn 
Right, and then you you put your Spider-Man comic on top of that. Oh no, you don't even have to do that. You just buy it, and they didn't fucking know that there are boobs in it. Squint, scantily clad women on the covers. Yeah, piece. but there's scantily clad women on fucking ah, MTV. you're not wrong. And there's you know also I mean? you know like Captain Marvel and. Well, Power Girl on uh, she like literally has a window in her top to see her cleavage. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Yeah, I can see. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give so you maybe that. Like, not like little kids, little kids, but like when I was like preteen, I was definitely buying these fucking things. At the Seven Eleven on Eubank and is that Constitution? Yep. yep. I got in trouble for going to that Seven Eleven. I know you, you had did. to come get me. I had to fucking come get you, and I yelled at you. You did. Because I was a big brother. Anyway, yeah, I'm a big brother. You I, are. I didn't stop being a big brother. <laughs> uh, but no, I, that that was one of my first introduction to this, and and obviously, okay, so like we'll get into the sexism and the scantily clad women and the boobs and the bush and everything like that, but. It was more that to me it was like okay fucking boobs that's a plus but it wasn't it's not like in every story kind of like in the movie it's it's not like every story had sex yeah in it. yeah um, no um a lot of them were 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 sci-fi based um and and you know it was kind of a black mirror before black mirrors like this mm-hmm. was like a what if kind of reality in a lot of these stories which I appreciate hundred yeah, percent yeah um and and the the art. In a lot of these books as well is is absolutely stunning. Fucking, some of yeah. some of these artists are just wow. You know what I mean? Like if you just look at it from like an artistic standpoint, um, the stories are great. And 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 personally, I would probably like the ones a little less. Yeah. The sexism, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can appreciate it for that for sure. I mean, the art is is fucking fantastic. You know, it, it's it's like a. Looking at um, homeboy with his wiener out all the time. Uh, David. Yes. So you know, it's just like you're not directly focusing on his wiener. It's it's this whole artistic art piece. There's no reason to. He's not. He's not packing. He's not. The, packing. Da- the David is not packing. But if you look at the the den story, you know what I mean, directly from the comic book. Den of Earth. Yes. Yes. His he's just hung like a horse, man. It's well, I like mean, that, well, and, and see that, and that's what uh, I was going to get into that later. Um, but yeah, so we'll just dive into that Go whole thing right now. Um, yes, there's obvious, it's obviously sexist because mm-hmm. there's huge fucking boobed women and, you know, showing their fucking tits yeah. and all that stuff. And, and okay, I get, I get that that would make some people uncomfortable. I think it's the genre. I think if you don't like it, don't watch it. Yeah. Um, if you have a mind that's like, okay, well, this isn't the way women are. Like women aren't just big boob bimbos. However, in the magazine and in the movie, they're not perceived as just big boob fucking bimbos. No. Um, I mean, uh, Tarna, she's the fucking heroine. Mm-hmm. Does she need to be scantily clad? Probably fucking not. Right. Maybe she needs to wear some armor like Brianna Tarth <laughs> or <laughs> Captain Phasma. When we, if we're going to dive delve, dive deeper into that story, like, good lord, you should have heard the commentary. I was like, well, it's just like, you, you, you probably should. You probably should wear a little bit more armor on your body. Like, where are you keeping those coins, girl? But also, um... Where, where'd you keep that necklace when you didn't have it in your hand? Why did, uh... Where do you think? Yeah, that's what I'm why saying. Why do you think the bartender the Vianya... sniffed, sniffed the coins after he was paid? It's nature's pocket. <laughs> nature's pocket, if you watch, uh... Broad City. Broad City, there you go. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, so, like, I'm kind of defending it, but yeah. also it's, like, pointing out like yeah you probably shouldn't depict women like that however i will say that these things are drawn by 
fucking nerds. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys who didn't get the girls in high school. Not to say that, you know, the guys that got girls in high school aren't going to be equally sexist. But, like, if you even look at Den of Earth, he, I think, was, like, the epitome of what these uh, story writers and artists were. Yeah. When he's like, 18 years of nothing and two girls in one day? Yeah. Like, yeah, you went to a fantasy land. You became this fucking big, long schlonged, goddamn barbarian dude. With, like, a 26-pack? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And, um... <laughs> and then you're voiced by John Candy, which yeah. is even more fucking funny. <laughs> but uh, but no, and then of course you're gonna get the girl, and the girl's gonna have huge fucking boobs. But even when it's not Denevirth and it's Tarna again, mm-hmm. she's not the damsel in distress. She's actually the heroine, and she's yes. a badass, kick-ass, take names, fucking, what is it? Yeah, kick some ass, take some names. Mm-hmm. There, there you go. Yeah, um, heroine that, yes. Is has a nude scene in there, but she needs to cleanse herself in the pool. Probably again, my only thing again. Joe has this little smirk where he knows he's like pulling it. Well, no, well, well, no, because I I can see the ritualistic thing, but there and there's also ways you could do that without her showing bush and boobs. Right. So I get that, but my biggest thing with Tarna is why aren't you wearing more armor? Yeah. But again, the, it like, wasn't oh, made. Man, this, leather... this wasn't made for woke fucking. No, feminists. no, no. And, this and was, was made for sexually repressed nerds. And that was something that I wanted to talk about too. Was you know this is every adolescent, preteen, prepubescent, pubescent, adult boys, adult boys, literal, not even just dream like thirty-six-year-olds, <laughs> thirty-seven-year-olds. You know, it, it was just their their wet dream. This is what they wanted to be. They wanted to be the big buff guy, the big guy yeah. who who saved everybody. This, they yeah. wanted to, you know, be the guy who gets laid twice in one day. You know what I mean? So, I by see two different women, two different ones, a queen, and one was a queen. Um, so I see, I see it. You know, it's a for a specific. It's audience. a fantasy. It's a fantasy for these people. Yes, and not my audience. Probably, I would never have picked this up. I probably would have never ever watched it if we weren't doing an episode mm-hmm. on it, and I would have lived my life just fine. Well, I feel that that's most entertainment. You could, <laughs> you could not. You could definitely forego it, and your life is going to be okay. Yes, I would. I would have been a okay with never watching this movie no, but I did, I did it for I the, feel sake. the same way about harry potter this is true see you're a liar you enjoy it just a teensy mm. bit a little bit yeah but it my it didn't enrich my life i enjoy it but it didn't enrich my life yeah not like star wars <laughs> i was waiting for it. <laughs> i was waiting for it and, and i'm talking a little shit about harry potter but i i, I just i'm just making a uh a comment on entertainment as a whole. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it doesn't really. That. Yeah. And this is one of those things. Um, again, I hope, like, if you guys go watch this, like, we are telling you there are fucking sexual situations and boobs up the wazoo. Yeah. Um, if you don't like that, then don't watch it. I mean, like, there are, there's a whole section of people who like to watch, uh, what is it, the Japanese anime porn? Hentai? Hentai. You know, they're, they're a whole... And I'm not kink-shaming anybody. I'm like, if that's Yeah, if that's what, your thing. If that's what gets you going, then do it up, man. And, I mean, if you want to watch cartoon porn... But this isn't cartoon porn, because it's, it's not D&V. It's definitely... This is not fucking porn. This, to a Harry, 12-year-old... can I sleep with you? To a 12-year-old... To a 12-year-old, this is porn. 
But like this is literally not what you see on the fucking. Well, yeah, you're like what this is not what you see on hentai. This this is these are sexual situations, and yes, it's nudity. This is Skinamax. It's not okay. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? I'll give you that. Okay, yeah. It's not. But if you're into that, absolutely. Yeah, no, no. You can see that if you can see that like for its artistic value, and I, I mean, they just talk too much during hentai. Like during the act, like they're just like, I'm not gonna go into it, but I just like, like the girls are stop. like, please, they're like explaining what's going on inside of them, and then I'm like, why are you talking right now? Just shut up. <laughs> or the guy, or the guy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So hentai, that's yep. a thing, and if it's your thing, if it's your th- yeah, exactly, go for it, do it up. I've just watched it and just been like, why are you talking? Stop fucking talking. But um, stop explaining to me what's happened. I've had sex before. I understand. <laughs> I know what's happening. Trust me. Uh, yeah. So it was. It was just like a bit much for me. And I get it. No, that and it I was get written that. and made for a specific audience. And it was written in, in and a made different for, time. Yeah, for 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 these men to be able to get these stories out in in a artistic way. Sure, absolutely, love it. But I, like I said, I would probably go for the less sexualized. So the PG thirteen story. You'd go for the PG thirteen version. Yes. Yeah, and, and it's yeah. N- it's it's not because I'm a prude necessarily, but it's because I'm like, hey, I'm not I'm not here for like sex. I'm I'm here probably for a good. story. And that was actually one of the things I was um waiting to see your reaction on because I already know you, and I was like, yeah, she's probably not gonna like all the sex. No. And um, but I will say that I would definitely uh, I would definitely say that uh, anxious to see or not anxious, but uh, curious to see what your thoughts were on that. If you're just kind of like, what the fuck? I'll go get a sandwich. No, I'll that's go get exactly. a sandwich now. <laughs> I was actually folding my laundry while <laughs> whilst, while, while, whilst watching this. And so. it, yeah, and I know it's gratuitous. Most of it's fucking gratuitous. Yeah, it's it's definitely over the top. But when you have a title called heavy metal, what? isn't going to be over the top you know what i mean sex drugs rock and roll exactly so if you go into this not thinking that it's going to be overly sexualized you're kind of dumb because i mean look at the heavy metal scene in the 80s when this was made you know what i mean it was just girls 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 yeah so i mean yeah you're you're kind of dumb not not knowing that this is what you're getting into but yeah yeah no no i get that but I will say that Heavy Metal Magazine was probably one of, if not the f- my first exposure to lesbians. Oh, wow. And their sex. Okay. In one of... In so one they got of it wrong, the... but we're not going to go into that. What? Huh? No, just like the way porn portrays lesbian sex is just like not... Well, this is... Again, this isn't porn. But... I haven't been expo- I haven't read like a lesson. Yeah, yeah. So and, and I don't I'm know. I'm thinking of like an exact and a, a, a specific story, and I couldn't tell you who wrote it or who penned it or anything or like that. Or what issue it's in. But I was like, oh shit, girls couldn't. And then I was like, well, I guess girls couldn't do this. All right. All right. I'm not gonna do that with a boy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of kind of like watching uh, kind of like watching the girls do it. Not and, and, and from what and and from what I remember, I think it was more of uh, it wasn't the the over hub eyesed okay. lesbian sex. From mm-hmm. what I remember, okay. Um, this is really interesting talking to my brother about. Yeah, no, I'm trying not to look you in the yeah, eye right now. Um, but yeah, no, no, it was it was one of the first time, and then it's just like okay, so that happened, and then it was all right. Let's go fucking kill the monster. This is yeah. like a dystopian future when there's 
of swords instead of guns. Of <laughs> Which is every other fucking I was heavy metal say. story. But no, I just wanted to throw that out. But also, too, the um, the the uh, uh, heavy metal magazine was also a huge influence on Kevin Eastman, who is one of the co-creators of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. Who actually also bought the rights to the movie and was able to get the soundtrack released. Yes. In 97, 95, 97, something like that. Uh, it had, yeah, never been released before. And you have, like, fucking big names on this goddamn soundtrack. It's called Heavy Metal, so, of course, they got a bunch of fucking rock stars to do. What was it called? Like, Louder, Nastier, something? I don't uh, know. I don't think so. I think it was just called Heavy Metal Soundtrack. I know that they re-released it later on, and it might have been in the 2000s that they re-released it, but it was with, like, a new... Um, that new new sound kind of thing so you know back then you were watching a movie and it was just like straight on just sound at you but now we have like surround sound so you can hear like the spaceship THX. going yeah going around the the it's called surround sound yeah that's why i said surround sound oh did you say it? yeah oh. um so they re-released it with like the soundtrack the, yeah. the sound surround sound um audio and everything i'd like, like to that. go see this at flicks I'd love to go see this at Flix. I mean, you don't have to fucking come. I'm well, fucking... and what I was thinking of is I was like, how many times do they show this shit at the Guild? You know what I mean? Yeah, the Guild seems like a place that they would show this. I mean, they show Rocky Horror Picture Show. Exactly. And people throw fucking bread at the goddamn screen. Mm-hmm. I don't get why. Or well, toast. It's toast. Is it toast or is it regular bread? Uh, it's toast, rice, water. God, I fucking hate Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> I a, really... There's a bunch of different food that hate, we throw. I own it. I own the special edition. Only because I'm a theater kid, and I was like, I have to fucking own this. I, I have the movie, it. and I have the soundtrack on vinyl. I mean, the Time Warp. Time Warp, love that fucking, let's do it again. Let's do the Time Warp again. No, I, I think that soundtrack's great. But I think the no, soundtrack I, to Heavy Metal is also great. Well, yeah, but uh, huge differences. <laughs> huge fucking differences. These actual songs well, okay. and songs made for the movie. Yes and no. Um, oh, actually, no, you're right, you're right. Continue. You're um, right. So, you know... Rocky Horror has a huge cult following, but Heavy Metal also has a huge cult mm-hmm, following. Mm-hmm. You know, they you have those, like, fucking stoner kids that have nothing to do at midnight, and they're like, hey, this fucking little theater down the street is showing Heavy Metal at midnight. Let's fucking go. Let's, like, rip, like, three bowls and go watch Heavy Metal, which I, I appreciate, absolutely, if this is, like, your jam, but... As long as you're not out fucking robbing somebody or touching somebody inappropriately or fucking shooting somebody. Yeah! Yeah. 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 You, you can go do that. That was your metal voice. You just found your metal voice. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, no. So so it, in Brutal. a way it is is very similar. It's it's two vastly different groups of people, I would and say. And I don't think so. No. I think you would see a definite melding. Oh shit. Definite melding as I do the assimilation hand signal. I th- I think you'd see a, a melding of the two. Obvi- obviously the the fucking purple-haired pixie cut woman um isn't gonna go probably watch heavy metal and uh the the stringy haired skinny ass fucking white kid white male yeah isn't probably gonna go enjoy rocky horror not as much as the pixie cut purple haired girl yeah yeah Yeah. but i think there there's it much like our political fucking spectrum i think there is more melding in the middle than people want to admit yeah uh, yeah, and, and, and realize. I mean, like, I don't want I don't want people to get the wrong impression that I I hated this movie. I mean, I probably. I'm pretty would. sure you you use those exact words when you started this episode. I don't hate it, <laughs> per se. 
Um, but you know, it's something that I probably will not watch again. Yeah, you'll never watch it again on purpose. On purpose. Yeah, I say that about a lot of movies. Um, but the, uh, the Ghostbusters one, the the girl Ghostbusters. The girl Ghostbusters. I enjoyed it, but I'll probably never watch it again on purpose. Yeah, like yeah. if I go over to your house and you're like, or if we're here chilling at this house and you're like, hey, let's fucking watch the Ghostbusters movie. You're like, the Ten Commandments isn't on. Like, what? What do you? <laughs> Yeah, I guess the Prince of Egypt. The Prince of <laughs> Resident Evil. Um, no, like I don't. I don't necessarily hate this movie. I can appreciate it for what, for it, is. what it is. And th- I think that's what makes you uh, not to stroke the ego or anything. Makes you so cool is that you're able to differentiate from like, oh, this is something I really enjoy, or something I can watch and kind of compartmentalize and be like, well, that was something. Yeah, yeah. And I think that was exactly well, that was as soon as it ended, I told Jeremy, our cousin. Jer- Jeremy really liked that movie. Jeremy enjoys that movie for <laughs> whatever reason. I mean, obviously, for <laughs> obvious reasons. But um, yeah, I was just like, okay, well, I've seen it. There you go. There it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. Shalina didn't watch it with her? No, I specifically watched it without her. Why? Because she's going to be like, why the fuck are we watching this? And I'm like, well, podcast reasons. And then she's like, this is fucking stupid. I don't think so. I oh. think she would I think she would enjoy it more than me. Uh, she would. Uh, all right. Would. I'll tell her. I'll tell her. And if she, if I she think wants she to would. watch it, I will watch it again with her just, just to film her reactions for <laughs> you. What the fuck? <laughs> no. I can appreciate this movie for what it is. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Um. But it is a beautifully made movie, and I think that the animation style that they used, fucking fantastic. I think that the way that they were ex- very experimental with the animation, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I really appreciated that, 100%. Well, and that's what I, one of the things I loved, so we'll just get back, we'll just get into the fucking movie. Okay. Um, one of the things I loved about it is the fact that they there was however many stories, I have them right here, but I don't, I don't count, like six, seven different stories, mm-hmm. there were that many different production teams yeah and they were all around the world and all yeah and all, and and i i love that because it it captured what the con, uh, or what the magazine was mm-hmm. it's a bunch of different stories from different artists and storytellers yes and i i that was 100 percent shown through in the movie and i fucking love the fuck out of that no i, I love did, the yeah. fact that they did that um so just a little background background knowledge so uh heavy metal was released in 1981 it's an animated anthology film. It cost $9.3 million to make and made $20 million. So it made it. Oh, yeah. It doubled its fucking money. So that's that's fucking nice. Um, the stories are tied together by the Lochnar, which is just a glowing green orb. Which was something that they were like, how the fuck are we going to make exactly. this a seamless what, what, transition between all of these stories? Why don't you just do what fucking Creepshow did? And just have it like some kid fucking reading through his goddamn heavy metal magazine. Like, but yeah, yeah, do that. So the original concept to tie them all together was young Tarna on a merry-go-round. Mm-hmm. And she would get on the merry-go-round and then she, uh, it would tell us a tale and then she would get off and then she'd get on like another animal. And, yes. And do it like that. And I'm like, ah, that probably makes a little bit more sense. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but it makes more sense than the lock <laughs> But even that, I think a lot of people give the Lochnar too much shit, and it's like, dude, it's a it's an anthology series. Like, yeah. 
come on, let's just fucking get past that and just enjoy the goddamn movie. Yeah. Let's enjoy the the different stories for what they are. <laughs> um, so the first story is Grimaldi, uh, which and his space Corvette, which I thought was fucking. I think it's one of the best movie intros ever. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. I mean, you you see a, a what was it a Corvette? Mm-hmm. Fucking just through through the atmosphere. Yeah, and then his I don't know why he deployed his parachute after he landed, but you know. Well, to stop you, I, I, it was badly animated. I'll, I'll say that it was badly am- I, I, animated. I think he was supposed to be like careening down a runway. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. But but also, I've never brought a fucking space Corvette into orbit, so <laughs> I don't know or it, <laughs> into the atmosphere. So I don't know how the physics work with that. <laughs> so they actually filmed. They had a Corvette suspended. And yeah. they filmed the Corvette with that. Yeah, um, with rotoscoping. Yes. And yeah. and they did, you know, a similar animation style in the Yellow Submarine. Yeah, one of the producers or one of the second team directors from Yellow Submarine was one of the mm-hmm. producers and or directors on, on this as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so like for those of you who don't know what rotoscoping is, I think we've talked about it like a bunch of fucking times on this podcast. But rotoscoping is basically you film something live action. And then you take that film and you animate over it. Mm-hmm. Disney has done this for fucking. They did it in Snow White. They've they've done it for fucking years. Yes. Um. A lot of animators look down on it. It's like, well, you can draw. Well, it's just a different type. You're right, but it's just <laughs> a different type of fucking. <laughs> Don't call me out like that, bro. Uh, rotoscoping like... was actually used on Star Wars. Jesus, that was pretty loud. I was gonna say, I feel like Star Wars was probably like the most times we've talked about rotoscoping. No. no. Well, it was only used for the lightsabers. They only oh. took they only took the they only rotoscoped on the lightsabers to make them shiny. Never mind. Never mind. Shiny. Yeah. All right. I mean they used models a lot in Star Wars, but which is what they did for B17 in this movie, but they rotoscoped over it. Yeah. And you can definitely tell what's rotoscoped. And this is what why I think a lot of it looks slow, like the animation looks slow like when they're hitting each other and stuff like that. It, which I'm like, "Ooh, that could have been that could have been done way better." But, this is pre like anime Akira. I don't know if people knew what you could do with animation before Akira. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Before Akira, like that. That it, we need to do a fucking episode on Akira because it's not my favorite anime, and it's like five nine thousand hours long. It's not that long. It, it seems like it is. I don't think I've ever watched it through without falling asleep. To be, to be. I mean, that's honest. fair. It's, um, it's... and that that's not really so much. That, same thing with Gladiator, the movie. Russell Crowe. Oh, really? I've, I've, I always fall asleep during that fucking oh. movie. Anyway, I don't think people knew what you could do with animation, even though it's like, dude, duh, you can do whatever the fuck you want because it's animation. Yeah. I don't think they knew what you could do mm-hmm. before Akira. And I think this movie would have been so much better maybe as an anime or I don't know. Do you think like maybe like an Animatrix style, like each, Animatrix, each story or is... like the new Star Wars fucking bullshit that's about to fucking come yeah, out? Yeah, each story is differently animated in a yeah. different kind of style. Yeah. No, I, I would appreciate that. I guess. Yeah, I think I know? think it'd be kind of cool. Um, um, so it starts out with that. Uh, Grimaldi brings home. He's like a space astronaut. I don't know. Why I said that. Uh, he's an he's astronaut. a space guy. He's a space guy. He just like works. It looks like he just like this is his normal normal commute, commute home yeah uh brings home the Loch Nahr, which is this gro- glowing green orb and it's supposed to be the community something the com- he communes with evil is the cu- culmination of all evil something like that he not is, very yeah, fucking he, he is the not very good at his job yeah which you'll find out later 
But uh, but yeah, and then he touches it and dies, and then we go into melts. yes, melts. That's that's the common theme here. Yes. Um, unless you're into B seventeen. There you go. <laughs> then we go into the the actual first story, um, which is Gary Canyon, which was very Fifth Elementary. Harry Canyon. Gary. Harry. Harry. Oh, it is Harry. Harry you're right. Canyon. You're right. I'm I'm just reading. I'm reading off the cue cards. Uh, yeah, it is. Harry, Harry Canyon. Canyon. Very Fifth Elementary. Fifth Elementary. Um, no, uh, the whole time we were watching it, Jeremy was like, man, like, this is so Fifth Elementary. And then I watched the documentary afterwards and they were like, yeah, you know, like, I could see a lot of the Fifth Element in this story of Harry Canyon. Mm -hmm. And the only reason why I remember his name was Harry Canyon is because I thought of butt crack. And I don't know why every single name in this movie I associated with immature boys. Because that's who made this and or watched it. That's what I'm saying. So why wouldn't they make the main character's name Buttcrack? Harry Canyon. I got you. I got you. you know I, mean? I never put that together. Never put that together. 100%. Because my, little, cause my adolescent boy brain, which is still predominantly <laughs> the brain that is in my head. Controlling everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that makes sense. That, I, I don't know why every single name in this movie I associate it with something that's... Buttholes. Buttholes. Or, uh, butt cracks, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Harry Canyon is based on The Long Tomorrow by Dan O'Banion and inked by Mobius, who you'll hear his name a lot. He's a French artist that uh, works a lot on comic books and stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. this type of comics. I have a few Mobius uh, graphic novels in the back. Like uh, adult-ish themed or just... Okay, okay. All I right. bought them because I knew that they were m- worth more than people were selling them for, so I bought them. Yeah, I mean, it's a smart investment. Yeah, yeah. But I'm I didn't realize that um, that he was part of, or he was an influence on these stories, so mm-hmm. I'll probably go back and read a few of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah put some creases in the spine. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, next, the next story on here is Den. Den of Earth. Which is probably like one of my favorites. It's probably my like, third favorite. I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's, I, I, I like all of these stories. But um, then it's basically a fucking nerdy kid thinks he founds a meteorite, finds a meteorite. Jesus Christ, Joseph. And, um, but it's actually the Loch Nahr. And it transports him to this like D&D universe. Yes. That's what I kept on. I was like, this is 100% of D&D. Well, all of those session. characters, if you looked at the, at the voices, they're all barbarians. That's, yeah. that's what their characters are. So yeah. Just barbarians. Yeah. And uh, and Den of Earth goes to this place and he turns into this fucking huge mus- muscle bound bald. I think he's like hairless. He's yeah. a hairless fucking person. There are no hairs. There's no hairs. And he has a huge fucking dick. Um, he even he, he makes a comment. He, he makes a comment and he's like, oh, big. I can't be walking around with this. What does he say? <laughs> My door hanging Your out. Your door hanging out. Which is also like that is such a nerd thing to fucking call your wiener. My dork. <laughs> Jesus. Kick him in the nards. Nards. Um, but yeah, like I, I just, uh, and that w- is what I was referring to earlier when it's like, that's like the ultimate nerd fantasy. Yes. Is to go to You want to be that guy. Yeah. You want to be that guy. And not that you want to go rape and pillage. It's not like I want to bed as many women as I can, but it's like, holy shit, they're throwing it at me. I would be rude not to. If there's it's, any part of my body that pleases you. Yeah. See, see, and I'll give you that. That is the one, like, I, I can't stick up for that sexism right there. Other than, hey, maybe he turned her on. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? There it is. Slut shame her for wanting to fuck this dude. I'm a damsel in distress. Because he saved her life. Oh, 
That and one then, and like the whole Harry, can I sleep with you? And then well, she just she like was, unzips her fucking shit. I think what she was doing is she was using her body to uh, so in Harry Canyon, yeah, yeah, to manipulate. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you looked at him and her, you're like, excuse me, fuck what? She, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not that Harry Canyon couldn't Wasn't take care of her himself. This, the stars and stripes. <laughs> the stars and stripes. Forever. Jesus Christ. God, dude. That's so good. Like, That's the amount of shake good. my head I did during this movie. <laughs> That's such a good fucking cheesy <sighs> goddamn line. Um, that, that is probably the one time that I'm like, okay, this is used, like, gratuitous fucking sex. Yes. And then even when the queen sleeps with Den later, it's kind of the, like, oh, I'm all powerful. I'm going to fuck you and then I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah. Which I can see, like, male like dictators doing that yeah you know what i mean yeah so i i mean i wasn't really mad about that one it was yeah if there's any part of my body that I please you, you i'll give it to you willingly Shut <laughs> up, dude. but again we don't know how big that dick was because we didn't see it which again i think is a, is a travesty it's it's wrong not that i like looking at dicks but i mean you look at a nice vascular fucking penis it's something to be admired. It's not like in Chernobyl where there's just a bunch of fat Russians running around with their wieners hanging out. God with their damn. fucking coal, their coal fucking coated wieners. No, no, thank you. I forgot about that. That's so good. Ugh. That's so fucking good. Ugh. But anyway, um, yeah. So Den of Earth, I, I really like this this story. And then, so the nerd wins the day. Yeah, if that if that encompasses what i feel like this this magazine is about yeah i think that that would be the story that would yeah exactly it's everything. a fucking nerds becoming these awesome yeah. Yeah, yeah heroes and and what comes along with being a hero you get to save the girl or defeat the girl yeah because there was a queen there was a queen and also like the little fucking asshole guy Fucking, get away a, from this bitch this is mine yeah says, i laughed i laughed really hard at that yeah, when they when they had that fight yeah. um but yeah yeah no and and den is actually based on a character that had um his own book oh so didn't know that one yeah nice yeah so there you go and then after that we have captain stern which I feel is off. It's with it's a it's a um, social commentary on what all those space heroes from Star Trek and all those those fucking movies and TV shows um, that think they're this is what would happen to them because they think they're outside outside of the law. Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy. Eugene Levy does is a lot of fu- yes. There's a lot of fucking. A lot of voices in this. I saw him in the beginning credits, and I was like, excuse. John Candy, what? Eugene Levy, Harold Ramis. Yes. And I I was like, what? Mm. What the fuck? And also the jackass guy from uh, Happy Gilmore. Ah, uh, yes. He's, he's um, I don't know. I he's always, that. to me, he's forever the jackass guy <laughs> from Happy Gilmore. Jackass. <laughs> uh, so Captain Stern, yes. So like he's like this like space hero captain guy that actually goes on trial for all the times he's stolen ships and disobeyed orders and bedded the wrong women and and killed people who might not have should have been killed yeah. to accomplish what he thought was morally right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um gonna, really I'm, uh classic American comic book style animation yeah. as well. Yeah. Big chins, uh, big chins. all of them had dimples, yeah. dimples in the chin. Butt chins and um Yeah, also uh based on a uh character of the same name. Captain so. Stern. Yeah, I was just super surprised about Eugene Levy. It just like <laughs> blew my goddamn brains. 
You mean he wasn't always the American Pie Dad? Or what's his face from Schitt's Creek? I've never seen Schitt's Creek. Hmm. Heard good things about You're it. You're not missing a whole lot. Oh, really? Yeah. Heard good things. Yeah, I mean, I heard good things, and then I tried to watch it, and I couldn't watch it. You also didn't like this movie, so you're... Your opinion means shit. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, there was also a segment in here called Neverwhereland uh, that was cut from the film. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to uh, connect Captain Stern and B-17 yes. together. Um, which was like a really beautiful piece of animation. I think that... Set to a Pink Floyd song. Yes. And they they um, basically go through all of time on Earth. You know, mm-hmm. you have the dinosaurs, mm-hmm. you have the um, woolly mammoths. And you go from the beginning of time on Earth until uh, World War II, where we get to, you know, the B... B-17. B- I want to say B-12 all the time. B-17 uh, bombers. And I think I thought it was, like, super beautiful, but I guess uh, they were uh, pressed for time, number one, because their release date was cut back, I think it was two or three months. So they two. had... Two months, yeah. They had two months. Uh, less time than they thought they did. And then they, they felt that the movie was already long enough, so they said, we'll just I think 90, 90 minutes, I think it's just over 90 minutes. I think that's a great runtime. Yeah, yeah. It feels, for, it feels like it's longer to me. feels like it's longer, but not for a bad reason. I think and it they, felt like they, it was longer for me. They crammed okay. a lot of stories in to a short amount of time. So yeah. So I think that's, yeah. for me, that's Absolutely. Why, why it means that. Um, but yeah, so they cut it out for time reason, but I thought it was it was a beautiful piece, and I really wish that they could have animated that and put it into Pink the movie. Floyd's, I think it's Pink Floyd's song is called Time. Was it the time they, one? Yeah. And I don't think it had any words or it wasn't so much a story, but it was just basically Loch Nahr influencing time on Earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, yeah. So after that, we get B-17. And this is probably my fucking favorite. B-17 it- is a, uh, a story of a B-17 bomb crew mm-hmm. doing a, a, a I'm going to go ahead and say a run over Japan mm-hmm. because of the ending. The Loch Nahr gets into the fucking plane and turns all the dead people into zombies. And yeah. then they're like, how fucking terrifying is this? Yeah, no. You are trapped in a fucking tube with zombies. Flying. 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 Oh, yeah, you just fucking... Your your crew just got fucking annihilated from anti aircraft fucking flak from the Japanese. Like you're already terrified. Yeah. And then you are the only two left. And then you're the only one yeah. left. And then you parachute on fucking island and it's filled of reanimated corpses of airmen from past wars in yeah. this war. Yeah. I called that shit as soon as it happened. Like as soon as they started showing all like the gnarly dead bodies, which were beautifully animated, beautifully Everything. As beautiful as gore could be. Right, exactly. I mean, like if you're into gore like that, it was it was it was great. Yeah. Um but called that shit. I called it and mm. I said, Oh God, Lord help me. This is probably one of my worst fears. <laughs> Flying over a foreign country and zombies happen. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Absolutely not. Well and, and what I loved about it too is it like it kinda played on the um the foo fighter myth from world war ii mm-hmm. where all these pilots world war ii pilots on all sides the axis and the allies were were claiming that there was unidentified flying objects in their airspace following them tailing them harassing them yeah. um which i i really liked that it kind of tied that into yeah into yeah this. again uh the the more sci-fi stories were the ones that i mm-hmm. i dug the most 
So does that mean you really loved So Beautiful, So Dangerous? Dude, I fucking, this was... <laughs> <laughs> And I think this is like the most gratuitous sex in this whole fucking, in this whole movie. I will give it that, that I laughed a lot at the robot. Wasn't it so good? The, the robot and then the drug use. No, the Space yes. cocaine. Dude. Space cocaine is awesome. So those two characters were my favorite <laughs> characters because they were just like, are you good to land this man? And he's like, yeah, that's, you just well, gotta. It's, it's all about perspective. You just gotta pretend that like your mind is stoned, but you gotta operate your hands as if they're not. Yeah, exactly. Dude, Dude the way guys. Harold Ramis, and he has a stoner's voice. Yeah, yeah, normally, yeah, yeah. 100%. Which you never. But the other one was Eugene Levy. Yeah. Jeez, what the <laughs> fuck? No, those two were my favorite characters. A hundred percent. Yeah, whatever. Well, I like the guy that, like, he had his nose on the top of his head, and mm-hmm. that's how he snorted the fucking space cocaine. Yeah. Go, so go for broke, good. man. <laughs> go for broke. Bro, do we have any... Oh, coaxium? I don't remember what they I don't know. Called. But no, this this was probably uh, my favorite because of those characters. Yeah. Like, it was and that's just basically, that... uh, again, after the fucking gratuitous sex. And again, it's not like they're like, we're, we're showing P&V. It's not like they're fucking sitting there moaning and screaming. But you see the aftermath. <laughs> One of my favorite parts from this, too, is, um, is when John Candy's little robot guy is mm-hmm. like... Well, that that's to be expected. Most women uh, suffer, what is it, uh, guilt after having sexual, a sexual peak with a uh, with a machine. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I yeah. was like, damn. I I laughed really hard because obviously. And then he like spins his middle yes, finger around. Yes, that's that's what I was just gonna say. It's like that 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 whole part with like he was like I was programmed for peak sexual <laughs> performance. Yeah, and it's like Jesus fucking Christ, we're just like throwing vibrators everywhere. Okay, sure. Again, right see see women like if your vibrator can talk. This is this is he would have the voice of John Candy. Well, we can't get married because we're different. Mixed relationships don't work. And then oh she agrees God. and is like, are you Jewish? Or no, she wants a Jewish she wedding. She wants a Jewish and I'm that's... afraid that I'm going to come home and you're screwing <laughs> the toaster. Oh, my God. No, it was ridiculous, uh, 100%. But, like, I, I 100% appreciated the two alien guys that were fucking snorting cocaine and just trying to fly landing, a Good landing, man. <laughs> it was like if Cheech and Chong... Flew a goddamn <laughs> spacecraft. From, if they were from another galaxy. Yeah, yeah, you know. If they weren't just driving. A, a they... giant spacecraft that looked like a happy face. Yeah, it was like uh, the Dead Mao, Dead Mouse guy. Dead Mao. I don't know. It's it's like his mask. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mickey Mouse guy. Yeah, it's yeah, raining. Something like that. Oh, it is raining. Yes. Tis. Tis. Tis raining. So after that, we have the last full story, Tarna. Which sees um, the Loch Nahr crash into a volcano and spew evil lava all over these people. And then they attack these like science peaceful people and they call Tarna to come save them and she's mm-hmm. too late. So she needs to get vengeance on their behalf. So let me just like point this out. Okay, so Jeremy and I are watching this movie, right? And Jeremy is like looking at the, the little girl, you know, at the beginning where her dad brings home the orb. And mm-hmm. he's just and that and that's like tying in this this whole anthology series. Who's like, look inside me one more time to feel my evil or something like that. Yeah. So Jeremy thought the girl in the first um, story with Harry, he was like, oh my god, do you think that was the little girl that like seduced Harry? And I was like, absolutely fucking not. No. 
no but like maybe but like no and so like i see tarna and he says oh i thought it would be really hard to catch the last of your race or something like that or mm-hmm. i thought this race was like died out or something like that yeah. and and yeah. and um the Lochnar had said like i'm here to um like get rid of the last of your hey holmes i'm talking and so I was like, fuck, man, like, Tarna's this little girl. Like, oh, fuck, that's her for sure, for sure, for sure. And um, I thought it was a beautiful, I thought it, I thought it was beautiful. I thought it was, it was a really good um, storyline. Um, I thought it was a really good way to tie in the little girl to the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. I also fell in love with her dinosaur that she was riding and, like, it <laughs> fucking, like, the, the little noises he was making. I was like, oh, my God, I love you. You're so cute. And then he fucking gets shot in the neck. And I was like, no, God, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> also, maybe don't fly through the fucking canyon. Yes. You're, you're not fucking, you're not Luke Skywalker. No. But no, I, I, I really think I, I, I really like th- so the the Tarna story, it's an original and it was made just for the movie. Mm-hmm, now since mm-hmm. then, Heavy Metal magazine has taken that story and and Expanded. ran with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so do you think that the the young girl at the beginning mm-hmm. is actually Tarna herself or is she just Tarna reincarnated? I think she is an, a new uh, hero to keep the Lochnar in check. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that she's Tarna herself, which mm-hmm. I initially thought for sure. Um, but you know, seeing the epilogue and, and seeing the end of the movie and everything, and it was like, well, now this is your responsibility. Yeah. You know, she gets her own like. Little and that game. last evil is is quenched for one more generation or something. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. That, that yeah, The yeah. narrator says. Um, but she gets her own ducky, basically, <laughs> and ducky, <laughs> flying ducky. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm here with it. I'm here with it. She gets her own ducky, and she's just, like, flying off into the thing. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, okay. Yeah. And then she's got the tattoo on her neck. Mm-hmm. and Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I figured that she was part of this race because, you know, the Loch Nair was saying, I have to get rid of your race because you're the only ones that can defeat me. Yeah. Um, but I don't think she's Tarna. Yeah. I think yeah, Tarna I... was, like, once a little girl who was exposed to the Loch Nair, maybe. Well, I, I think Tarna, it's, it's kind of like Captain America now. It's, yeah. It's a mantle. Yeah. You take on the mantle of Tarna. And I don't remember what their race was called, but... Targaryen. No, <laughs> it was something with a T. Yeah. Tyrannodons. <laughs> nope, not <laughs> nope, that. Nope, one that. One um, that one. Um, but no, no, I, I really... I really... Uh, and actually, that's one of the things that I thought that you would like about it. Not the gratuitous bathing scene. Or the fact that she's wearing, like, fucking... Next to nothing. Leather lingerie. <laughs> it's barely covered. But I thought that, I thought that you would like that. The fact that she, like she was a fucking badass, and yeah. it looked like she was about to die, and then one fucking flying ducky saved her. Yeah, and, and flying ducky was still alive somehow, and I'm like, oh my god, dude, like just chill. I will get up there by myself. You, <laughs> you need a rest. You need a long rest, bro. You got a long rest. At least eight hours. Yeah. Roll your fucking hit die. Let's see yeah. how many HP you get back. Exactly. Like, you need a long rest, buddy. And, like, Flying Decky was like, nah. Mah. You know, like, he was making his cute little noises. And, well, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that he had big ol' eyes. Oh, my God. I love him. <laughs> I love him so much. No, but I, I think that was probably, that's probably my favorite story, only because of the gore in it. I, I really love when the little, um, the little... The little boy, the little henchman boy at the door, mm-hmm. and like it's like speedo, his like speedo like tailcoat. I don't fucking get what the fuck he was wearing. 
and the fact that there's just Min that he's serving, I'm like, mm, maybe you guys deserved. This is a little weird. Maybe you deserve to get fucking wiped out by these dudes. But um, I really love when he gets fucking hit with all the arrows. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah. And the way he dies, like, he's, like, very fucking violent. No, okay, so we can talk about, like, the slow animation. Okay, so, yeah. like, Tarna just, like, is swinging her sword at, like, half time, bro. And so, <laughs> like, in her bar fight scene, I was just, like, screaming at Jeremy. I was like, how do you not see that coming? How do you not just, like, duck? She's swinging half time. <laughs> She's what the fuck? Because they're animated in the same time, so yes. they it, it's it's full time for them. It's half time for us. It's full time for them. No, I, I get that. Why I get that, and I don't know if that's a problem with rotoscoping. I think it was the rotoscoping um, because they definitely used a French model for Tarna. Yeah, yeah. So they they filmed it in the same kind of way rotoscope. Uh, the Snow White. You know, they filmed her actions doing everything, and then they mm-hmm. they animated over it. No, 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 yeah. Um, that was one of the. That's one of my. I think that's my only gripe with the animation. Is that um, Den of Earth? I loved the fact that like the background, like the skyscape, mm-hmm. was always like fucking like psychedelic fucking moving bullshit. When that's he jumps what, on like the dog horse. Yeah, I I said I could not be on any psychedelic drugs whilst watching this because mm-hmm. I feel like it would be way too much. It's just it's just like yellow submarine. Well, I was thinking about like smoking a bit and watching and it watching again. It. I've never watched it high, which is weird. I mean, I've watched the yellow submarine high, and it's 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 a great time. <laughs> <laughs> great time. It's so much. It's so much fun. On the vitamins. On the vitamins. On the vitamins. Um, but you know, like watching this stoned. Probably, yeah, like, no problem, but, like, on mushrooms or, like, LSD or anything like that. Some I kind like, of hallucinogenic. Yeah, like, yeah. like I feel like that would be that would be way too much. Yeah. And people actually fucking do that, and it trips me out that they do that. Yeah, go- willingly go into that shit? Yeah, no. I, willingly I, I, go into I, that I don't shit? think I could watch that just because of, like, the backgrounds and, you know, the intense... The intense scenes. A lot of a lot of those scenes are, are very intense, and I, I don't think that I would do very well with that under the influence of said things. So there was supposed to be another reboot or a sequel. There was supposed to be a Netflix movie and or series that ran into a lot of bullshit over the years, and it actually ended up being um, Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix. Um, so if you guys have watched that, hell yeah. I have not. I, I have to fucking check this out. And it's basically the same thing. It's just an anthology of animated sci-fi. It's a lot like the Animatrix. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's a lot like that. Okay. But, it, it, I mean, it's basically heavy metal without heavy the metal. Ti- the title. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm going to have to fucking check that out, and we're going to have to let you know. I mean, maybe. How that time. goes. Well, okay. I'm going to go ahead and say, like, it again, it's, it's, it's a different time. Yeah. Different sort or... Different source material ish. Probably enjoy this more than you will than you did the original heavy metal movie. Yeah. But again, like it, w- when you have forty years of magazines and stories, why this didn't become an actual franchise, I don't understand. I I really, d- especially when it doubled its money with the first fucking movie. Yeah, I mean, you have, and, and, and I mean, this is probably sexist for me to say, but, um, you you know, you have horny teenage boys, 
Which is your demographic audience. They're also horny teenage girls. And I, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying, but like horny teenage girls are not going to go watch this. They're going to go watch Twilight. or They're going to watch it with their horny teenage boys and they're going to go have horny <laughs> teenage time in the back of that car. They're, and the, or they're going to go watch Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't fucking know. Fuck that movie. That movie's um, so bad. I know. I it's know. just not even Fifty Shades of Grey, Heavy Metal. Which one's better? Heavy metal. Yeah, there you go. See. Because at least there's like entertaining <laughs> drug abusing aliens. <laughs> I I can get on board. You want to see my pleasure room? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, anyway, oh, so you know you you have that that demographic, and now with streaming services being so um, accessible, mm-hmm. you can get an entirely new generation of horny teenage boys. There you go. So, I'm saying... Netflix execs, I know you listen to this fucking show. <laughs> Greenlight this. I You could. You could get a whole demographic of, of, of those. And, and, and the kids. way that I think oh, it would appeal to more fucking people is just leave the boobs out. Yeah. yeah I mean, Unless it's it, absolutely necessary. Make it a little bit less, less sexist. Yeah. You know, with, with women just like... But also don't like overly throw the gay in there. No, please then don't. That'll please turn don't. off a lot of gay people, or, or maybe just my sister. Yeah, I, I was gonna know. say maybe just me. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, just like maybe make it a little bit less sexist of like the damsel in distress, and maybe have a girl be like, "I want you in my bed right now." You did see that, but like that more, was the queen. more of it, more of it, because so you want more of that. But, Make it equal. So to counteract sexism, you just want to be more sexist the opposite Equal way. sexism. <laughs> Let's all be sexist, but equally. <laughs> equally sexist. I'm okay with that. I'm, a, I'm okay with, like, dong flapping on the goddamn No, and I mean, and yeah. Like you know I mean, what I mean? Like, if, if you're going to make a very sexualized TV show slash movie slash It's got to be sexist. It has to be, ways, yeah. yeah, equalized. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that they're not going to put sex in there, but, like. Like I said, like, I, I like looking... Me and my buddies, we, we, we send uh, on the iPhone, like, you can just, like, draw on the little pad thing. We draw each other. You draw a dick? We draw, draw a dick <laughs> at each other. And then we try to outdo, try to outdo one another. And Details. God damn it, it's fucking glorious. It's like in Superbad, when what's his name? What, uh, um, he draws all the dicks. Yeah, why am I blanking uh, on the I forgot his name. fucking name. Uh-huh. Yeah, so when he draws all the dicks in Superbad, I fucking love at the end of the movie when they show all, like, his dick drawings. Yes. And shit, like, I'm like, that is awesome. That is so, that that is, to me, that's art. Yeah. Like, should it be in the Louvre, Yale? No, probably not. Probably not in the Louvre. But, like, let's put it in some seedy uh, art museum in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> or Vegas or something like that. But, like, 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 seriously, like, a good veiny dick. I don't know anybody who's going to. Argue with that. Straight guy, gay guy, in between guy, straight women, obviously like looking at dicks. Bisexual women? Bisexual women. I mean, lesbians are probably like, that's actually fun. I think they'll look at it more from the comedic value. Yeah. I mean, like, if you put a face on it, like, I will yeah. laugh <laughs> for sure. You put, you, you give it a sword and a helmet. That's <laughs> fucking comedy. You put Mickey Mouse ears on it. I'm, I'm all for it. Go and for not it. that, like, straight dudes are looking at it like that, too, but it's just like, oh, yeah. Well, I have one of those, so that's funny. <laughs> like, like if I got like little costumes for my little pecker over here, like 
That's that's what that would look I like. I mean, this is just going back into why are guys <laughs> obsessed with wieners? This it's is going society. Back our, it's human society. This is obsessed. going back to it's our our, our jackass episode. <laughs> it's human society. Why? Because that's your first friend, and he's your last friend. Okay. He's your only friend. You come on screaming and wet and bleeding into this world, and goddammit, he's the only one there with you because <sighs> you don't know who your mom is. Who's the scary? Who's this fucking chick? All sweaty and fucking mad and shit. <laughs> oh, you're gonna put. And your then when you're dying, mouth? okay. <laughs> and then when you're—that's oh, gross. That's well, fucking gross. I, that's what happens when you're. Uh, and then when you're dying of dementia, <laughs> in your own fucking bed and alone, you don't recognize your wife, and you don't recognize your wife or children or children. You know what? Who you recognize? Little fucking Peter down there. Little Peter. The big Jerboski. There, I was gonna say I know that's not the name, <laughs> because why do you gotta name it? Because he's your first friend, and so you're we're gonna only go back to. <laughs> All right. So if you want to get, we- we're getting weird. Whoa, you're we're ta- getting weird. You're talking about your Peter here, okay? <laughs> you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. What movie is that from? Uh, Batman. Ooh, my fucking sister's the greatest. Okay, go. Um. So Shalina was talking about. A few moments later. Do you want me to cut that out? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Please okay, 100%. don't put that in there because she's going to be like, why the fuck <laughs> Why the say fuck that? you saying that? But, yes. So, actually, you know what I'm going to do? Hmm. I'm just going to put a bleep over that. I'm just going to put a bleep over what you said. <laughs> I'm just going to put a bleep. Okay. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thank you for listening. Whether you've been an A1 since day one or you're a first-time listener, we just want to thank you for spending just a little bit of your week and just a little bit of your life with myself and my awesome little sister here. But a very special thank you to our Patreons, our producers, the Roller Derby Betty, No One Trolls Like Eston, Motor City Timmy T, Miss M, Professor of Muggle Studies, Ambeezy, Fact Check Paul, The Phoenix Fam, and our newest Patreon, stellar gem thank you all for being producers of the show we goddamn love it thank you so much you guys and if you'd like to be a patreon like these awesome wonderful folks go to patreon.com slash much ado about nerding or just go to patreon.com and search much ado about nerding there you'll see our different patreon tiers and the perks associated with we appreciate each and every one of you guys love you all all listeners all listeners we love yeah, you i was all. gonna say even even not our patreon just a little special yes. thank you because they find it necessary necessary to give us money for doing this. Which, yes, it was thank also you. awesome. Thank you. Um, and if you guys want to know what we look like in real life, hit us up on Instagram at Much Ado About Nerding Podcast with underscores instead of spaces. There you can DM us about your thoughts on episodes. You can give us ideas on episodes. Just Whatever interact with on us. Episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we also have an email address nerdnation2020 at gmail.com. Uh, and we have a Sounder page. Sounder. Dum, dum, dum. Much ado about nerding.sounder.fm. Like, you can look up really interesting transcripts of our episodes. Yeah, and it's really funny when we get kind of sauced. Yeah, I was going to say, if you <laughs> if you look at So on behalf of Player 2, this is Player 1 saying stay safe. Stay sane. And stay nerdy. Nerdy on, Sal. Nerdy on, Joe. And nerdy on, Nerd Nation. This has been another episode of Much Ado About Nerding.
wish you guys could see the ring on Joe's neck from his sweat. We are we we are in some tough conditions during the summertime recording episodes for you guys. Yep. Just letting you letting you know that. Sweating. Sweatshop. Be, be appreciative. Ooh, not a sweatshop. No. Why are these all around? These are all on our transcriptions, <laughs> Joe. Jesus Christ. The transcripts. Transcripts. Transcription. Emily, what is it? I don't remember. I don't remember. You told me one time. She did. 